Warning, this podcast contains nerdy conversations about superheroes, and it is not intended for children under the age of 35. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, heroes and villains, and welcome to another episode of Super Black. I'm your host, Carl Waldron, and this week we're doing a two-part Halloween special. This is part one. We're covering Telltale's video game The Walking Dead and the characters within Clementine and Lee Everett. Now, if you've been living under a rock for the past couple years and don't know what The Walking Dead is, let me give you a brief summary. The Walking Dead is a comic book written by Robert Kirkman, and in this comic book, zombies walk around biting people. End of story. (laughs) But actually, the real meat of the book and the universe the walking dead universe as a whole is how humans have changed and how we interact with one another based on our individual circumstances so if you watch the show you've seen the slow decline of rick as he becomes this tyrant of sorts all to protect the people that he loves while others who haven't been through what he's been through have a different outlook on life and regard him as a very dangerous man Right. So in the Telltale Walking Dead game, we are introduced to Lee Everett, a man being carted off to jail for crimes he most certainly committed. But you learn why later on. But uh, and I always felt that was a weird way to introduce Lee, uh, a black man. <laughs> He's being carted off to jail in the beginning of the game. But that's neither here nor there. It's part of the story. I overlooked it. Doesn't really matter. So we get to watch the world burn from the eyes of Lee Everett. You take control of Lee and you get to make choices in this new zombie world in how to survive. The most interesting part about Lee's story and your story is that you are put in charge of a young woman, maybe uh, I think she's eight years old, and her name is Clementine. Clementine is one of the greatest characters ever created in a video game. And I don't think many people if you've played the game, will argue that point. The reason I make that point is because Clementine serves as the heart of the game, the real emotional core. Once you come in contact with Clementine and take her under your wing as protector, the game becomes less about Lee and more about her and how you are going to protect this young woman. And when you first start the game, you don't think too much about it you say okay it's another game mechanic and i have to get through this game and now i have this little girl let's see what happens as you progress through the game you every choice you make if you have a heart (laughs) becomes driven by how does this affect clementine there are portions of the game where you have food and you have to divvy up food for all the survivors some people will not get food Who gets to eat first? Clementine. Obviously. I don't know of all the friends I've had who played the game. No one has ever said I did not feed Clementine. I fed that girl first. And if I could have fed her more, I would have. There's something. She's an overly innocent, smart young woman who has lost her parents. And you are the only person around who can take care of her. You become emotionally invested in this character 
So much so, th this is one of the few game franchises where I almost cried. Almost. A lot of times. And all those scenes had something to do with Clementine. So I feel like Clementine is hands down one of the best characters ever created in a video game. I will debate anybody on the fact. Bring it on. I, I encourage you. Please go to Twitter and leave a message with Super Black PC and tell me who's a better video game character than Clementine. We can have that debate. We can have it all day, guys. But I, well, it's not a digression, but let's get back to Lee. Lee is definitely the hero of the story because he takes care of Clementine. You take care of Clementine, and Lee is your proxy. Lee is a very smart, very well-equipped man who is thrust into the situation just out of the blue and just picks up the reins and says, you know, the first and, first and foremost, I have to protect this young woman and I have to protect myself so that I can protect this young woman, which is awesome. The crux of the game is you are Lee. Your choices are Lee's choices. So if you're like me, I went through the entire game trying to make Lee the nicest, most honest person on planet Earth. I have a problem with lying, especially in video games for some reason. I don't like doing it. I feel like there are consequences in the game that are going to show up if I lie. So I try not to. So my Lee character was a, the most... I told everybody everything off the bat. There's an opening scene when you first get Clementine where they say, Hey, you and your daughter can come with us. There is then an option in, a, in the dialogue box to say, this is not my daughter. Yes, we'll come with you. I'm just some guy. I always pick, I'm just some guy. Because damn, I'm not this young girl's father. I just found her. I will not lie to a digital person. I will lie to all of you people out there right now. I will not lie to a fake person in a thing that doesn't exist. My priorities are all messed up. I'm sorry, but my, my Lee was a very honest man and I tried to make him as uh, helpful and as super as possible. I tried to make him the model black guy, if that makes any sense. Even if he was anyone else, he could have been anybody else. I would have tried to make him a model citizen, but uh, this is super black. So let's, uh, let's be real. So, I went through the entire game, tried to make him as cool as possible, while other people made him a complete and utter ass. And that's a viable option, too. The beauty of the game is you craft Lee to be the person you would be or that you'd want to see in this situation. Whether it's subconsciously, consciously, you make these choices because you have some, I don't know. I'm not a, psychi I'm not a psychiatrist. I don't know why you would make these choices. Why am I going down this road? Let's get back to Lee. <laughs> so Lee does a lot to protect Clementine and a lot of cool stuff involves him butchering zombies. While Lee does not have superpowers, and this is called Super Black, his ability is to chop up zombies. And I think that's a viable skill because if you don't have that skill in that scenario, you're dead. You're not super. Everyone who survives in The Walking Dead is a superhero because they are able to maneuver and survive an onslaught of dead people. 
I don't. You can't say that for many people out there. That's why they're zombies. They they succumb. But no, not Lee. Lee thrives. Everybody, he thrives on the zombie apocalypse. He becomes the leader of his own group of survivors. People he meets along the way feel like he is the leader or that you are the leader and they follow him. The whole game, it's everyone's asking you what your opinion is, what should we do? And while it is a video game and if they didn't ask you what you were if you what you wanted to do, it would be kind of a boring game if you were just taking orders from somebody. Play BioShock to figure out a interesting twist on that but he is a positive black male lead in a video game and that's really cool he's he's a father figure he's a leader and he's a protector which is really cool we're let me spoil some stuff for the game so if you if you plan to play this game pause the podcast go play it and uh, you know what i don't even want to say don't pause the podcast because if you go to play this game you're never coming back let's just put that there Stick with me. Just listen. Let it be spoiled. It's been a while. So, Lee was going to prison in the beginning of the game because he killed his wife's lover. So, it was a crime of passion. He killed this dude, and he was going to jail. That's why he was getting carted off at the beginning of the game. So, while he's he's a leader, and he's positive, and in this new world, he's... He's a he's just trying to protect this little girl Clementine and his friends. In the old world, he was a murderer. So I don't I'm conflicted about actually talking about Lee in a positive light. But within the just stick with me within the context of the zombie apocalypse. Jeez, this is falling apart quick, isn't it, guys? Within the context of the zombie apocalypse, he is a good guy. If we were to backtrack maybe a week before the the game started, we'd be talking about him as a villain. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. This is why I like this podcast, because there's so many layers. It's like peeling an onion, guys. You got to stick with me. He's a good dude. You know what? He's a good dude because he protects Clementine. How about that? He's an awesome guy because Clementine is super awesome, and you really, really want to make sure she's okay. And the only way to do that is to make Lee a good guy or a... You can make him a terrible guy and still protect Clementine, and that still makes him an awesome dude. That game has that game has too many facets for me to just call him a bad guy or a good guy. So we'll just say he's awesome. I'm literally lost for words at trying to explain Lee at this point as I think about it. You don't you don't understand it until you say it out loud that he's actually a bad he's a murderer he is a murderer and then he takes his murdering skills to the next level when he butchers zombies when they try to get him or or uh, or clementine in the opening scene when you first meet clementine you have to kill a the uh, clementine's babysitter she is a zombie and you proceed to bash her face in when you think about the fact that he has already killed a person who isn't a zombie, was it easy for him to bash that young girl's face in? And he does a lot worse throughout the game. Like, he, he kills a lot of people uh, or uh, a lot of zombies and a couple people. So he he is a murderer in every sense of the word, and he's uh, he's proficient at it. You are proficient at it because, again, you're controlling him. Man, 
I didn't think this uh, this pod- well, this is a horror podcast, a horror podcast. So it's good that I'm conflicted, and and he's actually kind of a bad guy. Makes uh, the October cast uh, a little sweeter, I guess. Jeez. I'll leave you to make up your mind on Lee. I put the points out there. You make up your mind. I think he's cool. I can't even defend it. All right, we'll be right back. Ooh, we're at the break. The Halloween break. Part one Halloween break. It's delicious. There's pumpkin pie and uh, costumes on the floor. It's perfect. Uh, I'm going to shill now. Prepare yourself. Please head over to Twitter and follow us at SuperBlackPC. There you'll see all my little thoughts and and, and machinations and and find out what I really think about the new Moon Knight comic. Ah, you're intrigued now, aren't you? If you have any trivia or questions or you want to be a part of the podcast, you can send a message through Twitter or head over to superblack.co slash contact, fill out the form, hit send, I will get it, and I will reply. It's that simple, guys. I want to make this a two-way conversation because, to be honest, it's getting a little creepy talking to myself all the time. I'm starting to hear things. Drop me a line and I will sure to get back to you. I look forward to hearing from everybody who's listening to the podcast. I truly, truly thank you for listening. I really hope you enjoy it. Please tell a friend. That'd be great. And let me know what you want to hear from this podcast. I'd love to hear suggestions on topics or guests or what have you. I'm open to everything because, again, this is po- this podcast is for you and for me. I like learning about these characters and uh, and. It's just, it's just fun to, to, to realize these things. Hopefully, it'll give you some ideas to uh, share with your kids or your friends. and it, I, It's a positive experience, and that's all we want here. So thank you again, and enjoy the rest of the show. You have reached the Super Black Digestible. Today we're talking about Halloween costumes for kids. Ooh, little brown kids. Even better. Let's get right to it. For boys, I have narrowed down my list to two. And for girls, but I have an extra one for girls. But let's start with the, the, the guys. So, for boys, I have chosen as my number one pick Sam Wilson as Captain America. Now, if you're a nerd, you know who Sam Wilson is. If you've watched the Avengers movies, you know who Sam Wilson is. But, essentially, he is the Falcon. In the Avengers movie, he's the guy with the wings, uh, flies around, helping Cap look for the Winter Soldier. In the recent comic books, he has transitioned to become Captain America himself. So Sam Wilson is now the black Captain America with wings. His costume is so unique. It's so interesting. It's an amalgamation of the Captain America's, you know, shield and uh, uh, red, white, and blue outfit. Not, Not so much a shield. Well, yeah, the shield too. And Falcon's wings with uh, Sam Wilson's original headset on. It makes for a very, he cuts a very striking figure and he's very super comic booky. And I haven't seen any cosplay of it, but if you can dress your kid up in wings and a Captain America outfit, he's going to turn some heads. He is going to turn some heads. That boy is going to be walking down the street and them nerd girls are going to look over and say, is that. 
Sam Wilson as Captain America slash Falcon, and he's going to look and go, yep, and they're going to go, wow. So if you want your little son to be styling this Halloween, I would say if you have the chops, make it, which makes it even more awesome. Uh, if I had some sort of blueprint, I would tell you. I would say get in contact with a cosplayer person or look at tutorial online. But if you can make it, that costume would be sweet. Sam Wilson, Captain America. Look it up, guys. Look it up. You know what? I'll put it in the notes for this episode. And you can uh, just take a look at the costume. See if you like it. Show your son. Say, hey, you like this? And then when he says no, you say, well, you're going to be that anyway. Because I'm paying for the costume. You don't really have a say about it. Unless he's like 18. And then, you know, he'll do it himself. Because it's that cool, guys. It's that cool. Okay. Moving on. Moving on. My second pick was Finn from Star Wars The Force Awakens. Now, the trailer released earlier this week. And while I'm not super excited from the trailer, I am excited that Star Wars is in the hands of capable director. And the movie actually does look really nice. Finn, while his outfit isn't very unique it kind of is like he he wears a at least in the trailer he wears a jacket and you know slacks he there's a stormtrooper version of him he's like a toy he has all these different outfits in the trailers that you can pick from makes it match or if you want to build your own finn jedi with blue lightsaber ensemble i think you can get away with that and people will understand who he is just make sure your son is not bald or he will come off as Mace Windu, and they'll just say that you gave him the wrong uh, lightsaber. If you put him in the Jedi robes and then give him a blue lightsaber, they'll say, "Ah, oh, you messed it up. It should be purple. And then you know that guy's a real nerd. Then you could talk to him and say, look, we're just building Finn, but as a Jedi. And they were like, oh, but what if you did this? And then you you make a friend for life. So I'm, I'm just trying to, to find you guys outlets to find more friends. Isn't that what it's all about? I'm looking for friends. This is why I'm doing this podcast. Come on, guys. Let's make a community here. So, number one, Sam Wilson, Captain America slash Falcon. Really, really cool outfit. We'll turn a lot of heads in the streets when they see that. Number two, Finn. You'll probably see a lot of people dressed up as Finn. If you can nail that jacket and uh, blaster ensemble he has in one specific scene in the trailer where he's passing underneath an X-Wing Uh, A pilot walks by, taps him on the shoulder, and he turns around and kind of looks at him for an extended period of time with no emotion on his face, which is kind of weird. Pause that frame and try to recreate that outfit for your kid, and uh, I think you'll be in good standing. All right, boys covered. That's two outfit ideas for Halloween. You have a week, people. I didn't want to give you too much. You have a lot to think about. Or you can do, you know, your normal standbys, Ninja Turtles, uh, regular ninjas, maybe uh, a zombie. You could do Lee Everett if you want to just put him in a bloody blue shirt and uh, some jeans. That, that's an option, too. Look at that. I gave you a five or six. I can't even remember. Just a lot of options. Let me move on to the girls because the girls cannot be neglected as I pick up my notebook noisily. So my first choice for young woman costume is Monica Rambeau. Oh, 
If you are unfamiliar with Monica Rambeau, allow me to illuminate your world. Monica is the first black female leader of the Avengers when she was Captain Marvel. She is now called Spectrum. She has a lot of really cool powers and a really interesting outfit. Her more recent outfits I find more interesting. I think one of them is a silver getup in a with a brown leather jacket over it and a silver headband with dreads. So she has a very unique look. I can guarantee you your daughter will look uh, different than anybody else outside. And she will ask a lot of questions like, who are you supposed to be? And she can stand proud and say, I am Monica Rambeau. I was the first black female leader of the Avengers. Like, how cool is that? Your daughter will know that there are superhero females out there who lead other superheroes. Like, that's that's a very positive message to pass on. And it, it gives them someone else to look up to. You know, it's not only princesses. Monica is not a princess. She's a, she's a warrior. She's strong. And putting her in an outfit like that or modeled after Monica, is, I think, is a very positive thing. So that's my number one choice for little female outfits for Halloween. My second is Miss Marvel. I gushed about Miss Marvel in a podcast uh, last month, and her outfit is perfect for little girls. It's perfect. Hell, it was made by a little girl. Well, in the story, in the context of the story, she builds her own outfit. It's a it's a skirt with a, a shirt with the, the lightning bolt, a cape, and one of those domino masks. It's, it's super easy to pull off. It's very cool, and it's tailor-made for uh, little Muslim girls who I'm not exactly sure. Forgive my ignorance if they're allowed to do Halloween. I don't know. Uh, but it's perfect for little brown girls to run around in as Miss Marvel. It's tailor-made for that. And it's a really cool costume. It holds a lot of history. And it kind of keeps in theme with... Uh, Captain Marvel and Monica Rambeau. They're, everything's all interconnected. All, it seems like Captain Marvel has a lot of positive female role models that kind of uh, come down the line. You know, with Monica and Carol Danvers and um, Kamala Khan. You, you got a lot of options in there. So that's my second option for your little, your little lady to go out there. So you have Monica Rambeau and you have Miss Marvel Kamala Khan. That's two. My out of left field comic book character that your daughter can be dressed up as Amanda Waller. Now here's the great thing. Uh, an Amanda Waller costume is pretty much a, uh, a suit uh, with a, a dressy skirt, high heels and a sh- very short buzz cut. So you have a lot of options because there are versions of Amanda Waller who are uh, thinner, but a lot of the versions of Amanda Waller are huge. Just really big women. Big, powerful women. Like, she's very strong, but she's also round. So, if you have a little round girl, or if even if you have a little thin girl and you want to pack her full of uh, stuffing peanuts and have her walk out as Amanda Waller, I think that would be the funniest costume. Because it's just a lady in a pantsuit. But if she holds herself with, like, a, like really gruff and really strong, and maybe she has, like, a, I don't know, something from the Suicide Squad, what can she carry to make it, make it very clear that she's the leader of the Suicide Squad? 
I'm trying to think. Maybe a Joker mask or uh, Deadshot's mask. If you can make Deadshot's mask and have her carried around in her hand, that'd be pretty cool. A Cadmus badge. Hmm. Maybe, maybe the the thing you do is you put her name tag, like a, a a security badge that just has her your your daughter's picture on it, and it says Amanda Waller, uh, head of Cadmus or whatever secret agency you want her to be a leader of. I think that would be really cool. But at least Amanda Waller, the name has to be really big, just so people know that she's just not some weird business suit lady, which. She can also pull off. That's fine, too. But I think Amanda Waller, as an idea, like, you can have a lot of fun with that. You can have, if you have multiple kids, maybe have her be the Amanda Waller and everyone else be the Suicide Squad. I'm, I'm, I'm shelling out gold here, people. Gold. So those are my quick Halloween ideas for your kids. Hopefully, you take some to heart. I would love to see some little kids play uh, cosplaying as... Or costuming. What is the terminology for Halloween? Is it still cosplaying? I think it is. We'll just call it cosplaying. Uh, Sam Wilson or Monica Rambeau. Those are really cool. I think the Amanda Waller idea has a lot of potential. I didn't really get too deep into it. But it, there, there, there's something there with that. And that, my friends, brings us to the end of part one of the Halloween special. I want to thank you for listening. I really hope you enjoyed it. I want you to tell a friend, tell two friends, tell your mom, tell your dad, tell uh, tell your sister's boyfriend, tell your sister's boyfriend's ex-girlfriend. How about that? That's going deep. I just incepted your entire family. Tell everybody you know is what I'm trying to get at. That Super Black exists, that it's a good podcast, and that you love the host. Make, make sure you add that last part because it's, it's crucial to the success of the podcast <laughs> at super black PC on Twitter, superblack.co slash contact. Send all your messages and love to me and I will get right back to you. I swear it. This has been super black and we're out. Mm-hmm.